Hello and welcome back to the Squeaky Bum Time Podcast with Mike and Laurent. It is Thursday, April 22nd, and then this episode, we have to continue the fallout from the Super, 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 Super League dying. I'm going to give some shrift to odds and ends going on in the Premier League and here and there and whatever. Not the focus. The focus is, Mike, tell the people what the focus is. All right, so we have to start at the top for a lot of our new listeners, which, by the way, welcome as part of the Chop Sports Network. We are super excited to have you guys listening to the show. Thank you very much. You don't know Laurent. You don't know me very well, but you're going to get to know us. What you'll know about us is that we are uh, two friends, a Tottenham Hotspur fan and a Manchester City fan. Used to work together in the city in New York. In New York, And what we used to call when Tottenham played Manchester City was El Dushico. Because it's, you're it's, a douchebag. Because me. you're a douchebag. Well, because it's go. it's <laughs> exactly and it fits. But so it's based off of El Clasico, which is Real Madrid in Barcelona every year. Laurent's wearing his Manchester City mask that he's gonna sound all muffled but <laughs> talking through. But so that's kind of what it is, right? And so we twice a year we have a lot of fun with it. And this time there's been some you know, fucking classics. Some really the wild Champions games. League. <laughs> Champions League death. games, Premier League games, absolute madness. There's been Mayhem, some real, mostly it's you not in the face. Except for sometimes. So here we go. Except for sometimes. We have <laughs> a very, very special episode today. We have a Carabao Cup final. Yes, a El final. Dushiko. Yes. Somebody is walking away with silverware. Now, let's be very clear about something. Laurent's team, they don't give a shit about this. We're My also team, three-time champions. That's right. That's right. Currently and current holders. So, actually, we've won three in a row. This would be the quadrilateral. <laughs> uh My team, big, big fans of this cup. The crappity crap cup, as we used to call it. Uh, uh, you. This is the. This is the only cup you've had since 1991, the FA Cup. I'm well aware. We right, won it in 2008 one. and 1999. So we'll get into everything <laughs> about that. But in but 1999, we uh, City were in a playoff to go from League Two to League One. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Very so, famous game. <laughs> so let's just talk about the super hot topic of the week, right? Yeah, I mean, it, uh, this this is like, but the thing, okay, so the Super League, we know about it, breakaway leagues. The thing that's interesting is the media coverage. This has gone out of the soccer world. It's like every podcast. James Corden. Cried James about it on national TV. Well, I mean, but you know, it, because it, for English people, it became no, like a, it. like just... a, it became like the Battle of Britain, and the Germans are bombing again, night after night, and they stiff up her lip and hang out in the fucking subway stations, uh, waiting for it to go past. This has been a modern day Battle of Britain, and they won again. The English come through at the worst thing, and it's just like they seem to rise up in that moment to actually still be a piece of shit, but not a piece of shit with vomit on it. It's, right? it's so high floor, low terrible. ceiling, right? <laughs> right. High floor, low ceiling. You'll yeah. never take this from us ever, 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 but yeah. we're not going to be any good at anything else. You're just never taking this one thing. And yeah. I, have to I mean, I, and, and I think one of the things that's interesting about the super league and the English response to it, I mean, internationally, other soccer fans around the world and Europe have been like, thank you, England for saving us. Like the response from specifically the Chelsea fans who if I need to find the audio of them chanting and then wild. cheering as it as their team pulls out in the street. It's and just you see the guy the guy interviewed who said it meant more than winning the Champions League. I come on, all right. They're crazy. Right. They're insane. You're out of your fucking mind. They have this hyperbolic thing. Shit, fucking um, uh, 
the comedian who's a West Ham fan whose name I can't remember. He did a whole thing on it. Like James Corden. The uh, no, the 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 other West Ham fan, the English guy. Oh, I have guy, no idea. The stoner guy. I can't. His name will come to me. Oh, eventually. Russell Brand. He did a whole thing about it oh, about God. religion and church and faith. No, you know, I mean, now that you say that, bring back the Super League. Russell Brand stinks. <laughs> He stinks. But it, but it went past that. You know, uh, Simmons did a whole thing. on. He doesn't even know what it is. We're getting like, yeah. you have Rebecca Lowe going on Dan Patrick's show. And he literally is like, what is relegation? You know, like he doesn't yeah. care. He could talk about fucking the Dayton Flyers for three hours and how many chicks he banged at ESPN back in the day. But now he just sort of looks there smugly. That guy was a horn dog. It's, it's, speaking of ESPN, it's like when they have to cover hockey. Right. <laughs> But now they like, actually have it. So well, sure, fine. But like, but every other time they'd be like, uh, is Bouchergrass awake? Can we get him? Uh, what does he think about it? Because every other time they'd have like, I don't know, Skip Bayless being like, Who's Connor McDavid? I don't care. Back to Tony Romo anyway. Like, so <laughs> yeah, they, so they, yeah, these they follow down the, the worst. Right, but it was the same exact thing because you had the American you almost it was reminiscent of when Fox was doing the Champions League. You had Gus Johnson not knowing what the hell he was doing calling games, right? But yeah. you had all of the media attention everywhere. It transcended everything. And the one thing I think that was super, super interesting was the, and I understand it's a very fast news cycle we have. We do two shows a week. And when we were talking to Dave and Chris from Chop Sports, they were, you know, do you, is it super time sensitive? You know, is it, it, do you need to have them out right away? I'm like, no, not really. <laughs> By the time the last episode went out, and this is not in a slight on anybody editing anything, it was just the tide had already started to turn. That episode we had out on Monday it was it was maybe 12 18 hours max and then the super league was dead so was it's just <laughs> it wasn't even yeah it wasn't even so much the um this the the loud roar in unison it was i mean that was impressive but the speed with which it picked up and the and the velocity just absolute madness over like a snap of a finger Chelsea, Arsenal, and Tottenham fans, arm in arm, screaming together, cats and dogs, had mass hysteria, yeah, right? It so was crazy. It was, and, it the, was and, the, and the amazing thing about it was the 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 cool thing about it was is just like I was listening to the 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 Totally Football show, a must-listen to if you're an international soccer fan. Really good stuff. And the guy, one guy was just like, You we none of us should ever feel bad about the Peter principle again. Could they have planned worse? Could these rich dudes just have fucked something up worse. Like they had no solidarity. They weren't even close. The second there was a crack, they were done. They bailed. They bailed. <laughs> um, they didn't have, they didn't have, yeah, they had a backer, a debt backer, but they didn't have a t the TV rights locked up. They didn't have anything. They The only thing that seems to have been coordinated was the press release. And that's the it. Social media post. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Everything else, they're like, oh, bah, 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 bah. I don't know. And John Henry, it felt like his like fucking Iraqi Abu Ghraib prison fucking video to the let to the Liverpool fans who are by far the most militant. They would have they would burn Anfield to the ground if they they would have marched on Anfield for sure. <laughs> Although he did look like they were ready to go. Yeah, the the Peter check the Peter. Things. So basically, uh, Chelsea's great. greatest goalkeeper and. Kind of a symbol of their great years after Mourinho comes in, the Abramovich era. He's now their sporting director. He's literally wading into the crowd of supporters, telling them to be quiet so the bus can come to play my beloved Brighton. What? Did I say that out loud? <laughs> um, 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, you don't get to jump ship now. Wow. <laughs> you were ready. You were ready. You had a parachute and everything. I wasn't ready. Because it's a I long wouldn't have left. way I, down, my friend. So, so I think another piece that's really hard, and I'm still – I'm still wrapping my head around this and I don't I don't actually blame the American owners for being like what cuz I'm still the reaction as Americans who have had our sports essentially be professional for profit forever it's really hard to understand them freaking out you're like what I don't even get why they're so mad like the Dodgers left Brooklyn. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like the yeah. Raiders, like, isn't this our lot? Left Oakland how many times? Like four course, times. Like, isn't this, this our lot in life? We're <laughs> going to show up again. Of course it's about money. Of course the, nobody cares about the players. Of course we want you to do steroids because baseball was better. Of so, course we want you to do steroids yeah. so you can play football and kill the other guy and hit them to death. Of course we don't care that you got molested in your junior hockey team for 30 years. Just play. Shut the fuck up. Right. Right. We and don't so get it. Like, we're, find... we're just we're just consumers. We're like, what? I don't care. I don't care if you're a member of the black community and you feel like you're getting killed every day. They're not getting killed every day. But, you know, I don't care. Just shut up and play. <laughs> but, yeah, but in 100%. Europe, it's just not but like so that. They're they, willing to burn their teams down for morality, which is anathema yeah. to Americans. And they'll start anew. <laughs> They'll start anew with a, basically a moniker that that likens to the old. It would have been FC Hotspur, right? Yeah. <laughs> it would have been uh, yeah. uh, sky blue. Or, or, it was I, this. I, this, the, this the, dude leads troll. They years. used the Evolution Pro Soccer team. They're like, congrats, Merseyside Reds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was going to anyway. be an interesting thing. I saw like the, the logos that – FIFA was going to have to use next year. It was like man red and, and uh, cockerel ball, you know, like stuff like that. But so, I mean, look, and, and as I talk to you, the background of my computer is the beautiful 62,000 seat cathedral in North London. That is roughly two years old now. And no one's ever been in it. <laughs> I've been in it, but like twice, three times. Um, why are we acting surprised now, right? The seeds have been sown for, for 20 years and everybody loves the new stadium. Everybody loves the competitiveness and every, like all Chelsea fans, I don't hear them complaining when they win trophies, right? So it's hard for me, it, taking a few days afterwards, it's hard for me to go 100% similar to you on the bandwagon and be like, no, it can't ever happen. I agree. I'm not saying that they were wrong. I, I just think letting the inmates run the asylum is a different like a difficult precedent to send, right? So they have, and and it's not going to be messed with. I think, like you said, the only thing they were um was the the press releases and the, the social media posts, which all went out of the exact slimy. We talked about it a little on our on the last episode, so I'm not going to get too deep into it. But what have we actually accomplished? Right? Nothing. Because, we're back to what it was, which what everyone was. hated. Sort of, yeah, right? Like Manchester <laughs> City is going to win the league this year going away because they spent exponentially more than anybody else. But it's competitive as these it's all these competitive. guys. I know, I know. But it, I mean, it's competitive. No, but I'm saying that. Yeah, like the idea. So th it's not It's not the idea. It's the execution. Yes. All, they're all bad. UEFA's bad. FIFA's bad. The, right. These guys are bad. Like they're not, no one is doing this for the, like if the the fans won, quote unquote, but 
soccer still has really big problems. Like there's no competitive balance. And one of the things that, that made me think about American sports. And one of the things that got, I got really frustrated about was, was the sort of this idea of like, Oh, the American owners want it to be like American sports without going like three levels down and be like, hold on. American sports aren't just a closed league. There's a salary cap. There's a salary floor. There's a draft. There's all these things that are put in place to make this thing hyper actually hyper competitive. You yeah. have to be competent. It's about your competency within these rules. That's yeah. how you win, right? Like right. there are teams that are shit and they're always shit. And should they be relegated? Maybe the Pittsburgh P- Pirates come to mind. This is a loser franchise. Right. Uh, weirdly, you know, historically the Tampa Bay Rays, but they've 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 sort of gamed the system. Well, they're like, just the, they're just the the new money ball, right? But I think your 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 point is well taken with the Pirates because. The difference and the nuance here is that the not the Miami, the the Real Madrids, the Barcelonas, the you know the Chelseas and all the the United Liverpool's. There was never going to be a salary cap. There was never going. No, to they'll be, never do any of that. Tottenham, oh, we but, talked about. But, but Bayern Munich included. would put a salary cap in. Right, exactly. So they Tottenham, would, was they would included. do all the math and be like, the salary cap will be right here. We're very good at counting people and what we need to do to kill them, and we will <laughs> put them. <laughs> how much gas is needed? That's terrible. I don't agree with that. That was an awful thing that happened. But they would figure it out to the yeah. point of, like we know how much a salary cap should go up, and they would start uh, fucking really checking everybody to make sure because they don't like where it is, right? Oh, they would knock on doors. They're used to that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, I, it's Germans. crazy. By the way, German, they weren't uh, in it. So, 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 but a side note, right? They weren't in it. But the, this, so the fallout of this thing is that all the p, all the twelve clubs have now been kicked out of all the chairmanships and organizations of UEFA. They're all gone. And now mm. it's Bayern and PSG have the seats with mm. UEFA because the loyal... So this gets political. Like Bayern and PSG now essentially are going to run European football. And Bayern and PSG are... Well, Bayern more so. They've been manipulating this thing behind the scenes forever. Sure. They're not great actors either, right? Well, PSG has been manipulating this, it in this, front on the stage. Was, Right. They're the ones who want the this Swiss double league more games. They want it the old way. They want so one of the things historically that UEFA has done is because they have to be democratic and egalitarian, their move almost every time is to give teams more money on the but make them play more games. Hey guys, this is Sturge from the Chop Sports Podcast, and today I want to address something near and dear to my heart, and that's mental health awareness. More specifically, Joe Pizzamenti with Attitude of Gratitude Consulting. His consulting company can help you in so many ways, including an innovative way to lower your monthly bills. And guess what? If you lower my monthly bills, my mental health state is going through the roof. There's so much to learn about Joe and Attitude of Gratitude Consulting. Visit the website right now, www.attitudeofgratitudeconsulting.com. So we have this new Champions League format that's now even more games. You know, if you know anything about the history of football, the Champions League started in the 50s, and it literally was the champions of every team, of every league. No, equally, like the champion of fucking Romania played the champion of Serbia, played the champion of Germany, and that was much more, you know, volatile. Like, Stakau Bucharest won the fucking Champions League. (laughs) um right uh dynamo zagreb these there's teams you go through the history (laughs) of the champions league there are some teams on your way you're like whoa red star belgrade 
They won the Champions League. That's a bunch of smelly commies who really won. And then and then the same group of people who ended up killing Bosnians. Amazing, amazing. Uh, they beat your team this year, right? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, Slavia Bra, I remember them. But Dinamo Zagreb. Yeah, that, well, whatever. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm, getting, I'm getting my genocidal... Uh, uh, right-wing militia groups wrong. Uh, you know how white people <laughs> all look the same. It's fine. But you make a good point, right? So, and, and there are- And they've just been slowly making it better for the bigger clubs not to go out, right? No yeah. bad day. You don't go out for a bad day. This latest round of the Champions League that has gone under the radar, that has been accepted. And this then is, the, thank the you. stupid Super League was like, hey, let's fucking bury the headline. This latest system is you can miss the Champions League and there's a back door- to get you in based on your historical merit. Your coefficient is the word, right? So, so basically yeah, Liverpool I mean, it, missing like, the Champions League, they're going to get in. Exactly. Your, Liverpool is the exact example. So if Liverpool finishes because they have a great coefficient because of their success, not only in the domestic league and in Europe over the last, call it what, five, 10 years? Usually, or is it is it long-term? Five, there's two. There's five. There's a five-year coefficient and a 10-year coefficient that they use. Okay, yeah, so I was right. So five, yeah, so I read this. Five-year and 10-year. In this, uh, applying it to this season, West Ham, you're fucked. There's no yep. chance. Unless you finish, what, second maybe, right? Because, yeah. and even then, United's probably going to have a better coefficient. In fact, no, everybody is in front of you is going to have a better coefficient. Uh, Spurs, Leicester City, United, certainly Man City, and Liverpool. So you are, <laughs> unless you win the league and you get an auto bid, right? Or if you finish your league, whatever. You the thing, so, there, is an, there is an objectiveness to it. They could decide the big clubs that they want Arsenal in. Yeah. Right? Because Arsenal is a good draw for television. And right? and ticket if, revenue when yeah, you're allowed to ticket in. revenue, right? You want to come to London or and you want Arsenal to go play you want Arsenal to play to the land of fire. Right. You no, but you want no, not that. They don't want to go to Baku again. That was stupid. They will though, is the point. <laughs> but you if you if you're Bayern, you want Arsenal at Bayern so you can beat them 3-0 again and have Robbie yep. and and RIP Claude from his from his from his taxi in the sky uh yell. You know, like it, it's just it's just weird or like the Pep really specifically brought up Ajax. Ajax are fucking three-time Champions League winners. And yeah. have recently fucking made a run. You're going to kick them out? No, we'll bring Ajax in every time. They're just yeah. going to always be there. So, so it's this, very this, similar to yeah. what the Super League was going it's, to be. Right. It's Super League light, but with more teams. But this time with more teams, right? Right, exactly. So th there's, <laughs> yeah, and it's, they didn't accomplish much, right? They're patting themselves on the ass and saying, hey, look at how important this standing up to the bad guy was. And it's it's not, not important. But they like it's almost like it was a, it was a, a diversion for the heist right yeah. like so uh, you know good job guys but the the premier league has been saved and there's no question about that thank you domestic football in europe has been saved the but, there is one there whatever. is one thing that to 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 think about and it's this do the teams get punished so i thought about this today why why I would agree. they get punished you don't want to piss them off you don't want to piss them off yeah, exactly. You don't want to – what are you going to – and I heard Robbie Musto, who, by the way, shout out, love him on NBC Sports' coverage. They're, they're, um, this, you know what? This has been good. The only one who's weak is is Howard. Yeah, Howard, but it's but, he's still getting his sea legs a little bit. But yeah. So Robbie Musto was saying, you know, as a goodwill gesture, he thought that the six clubs involved 
should at the end of the season, whatever their, uh, I forget the specific their payment, placement money, their placement money, they should throw it back into the pot and say, Hey, the 14 of you guys, you disperse, which by the way, is a significant chunk of change. Hi, they're not going to do that. You know why, Robbie? They, they all it. just lost about $150 million each, no, right? They lost $300 million each. Well, no, no, no. I meant, I meant, okay. Last year, they lost oh, yeah, yeah, roughly yeah, yeah. 150, 100 million. Sure, they all sure. lost a lot of money because of, you know, obviously the pandemic. Fast forward, yeah. Now you just took 300 million out of their pocket. They're pissed, yeah. right? So I think any punishment you're going to, and like you said, they're all out of the committees already. There's, they're not to be trusted. They kind of wearing the cone of shame. Yeah. Leave them alone, right? Because here's the thing what are you going to do? You think it's really going to be that punitive? You think that they're going to look at Leeds and West Ham and Burnley and say, oh, you guys are running the show now? Yeah, fuck now, you. Right? Yeah, exactly. That, we're gonna do it. I don't yeah. think so. Get the, the fuck the out funny, of here. The funny, the funny thing, the funny thing about this, this is the second time. The funny thing about it is that there's really only, and and this is, this is not a shot at either of our clubs. There's really only three big clubs. It's really United, Arsenal, and Liverpool. Right. Spurs sure. comes and goes. City are not a historically big club. Chelsea yeah, not Chelsea. a historically big club. If you had done this. If you had done the Super League in 1991, it would have been Aston Villa and Newcastle would have been in. Yep. Done. Like, uh, if you'd have done it in the 90s, you know, maybe it would have been a different, it would have been Le- Leeds. There was a period, there was a little five year period there where Leeds and Bolton Wanderers. Right. right. But it, had, you, had you done it in the 60s, it might have been Spurs and, and Wolverhampton Wanderers. Right. Go so, all the way back to the 60s, maybe the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, these clubs have history, but that's the thing. It's really about locking in. And the other thing that this really was about is like Real and fucking Barca are still hanging on. They're fucking broke. These yeah. teams are broke because they're not actual companies. <laughs> it's, the, it's a YMCA money structure in a multi-billion dollar industry. It's like they're running, they, they're run as though it's the fucking, uh, you know, United Nations. Like, what are you doing? You're a company. Stop with this fucking socios bullshit where everyone has a vote. This is insane. So Madness. there was so many storylines that came out of what was that? That was Tuesday. I don't Holy even know. Cow, what a day. But one of the most nuanced things, and I was talking about it with my brother, who's a Liverpool fan, and Barcelona had the savviest move of the day, I think. That was because amazing. what they did was they basically said, um, you know, we really need to confer with the rest of our board and our supporters before we agree to anything <laughs> to come out or whatever. And they left Real Madrid, their hated rival out there just to die on the vine. And they're like, yeah, we, we don't think it's the right thing to do by our people and this and that. And so the they, thing is, the thing is though, the Spanish, the Spanish, they don't, they're like our leagues bullshit. We want to oh, be, yeah. they, the thing is, it is, here's the thing. Like, here's what it should be. Like, I'm ready. You want me to solve this? Go ahead. I really do. You do do it like this. You do make a fucking another pyramid above this, right? There is another pyramid with promotion and relegation, but relegation is you just go back to your league and there is a league that's just higher. That's the European thing that just, I don't know, something like that. There Um, is a system to make that is one league higher that doesn't break. What if, okay. Taking, I think probably some of those parts of that idea. Like just make, there there is a way to do this. Yeah. 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 Give me one second. Um, what if we treated it like the American sports calendar, right? Now that 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 sort of downplays the domestic leagues, but think of it like this: the Premier League runs from August until February. No, yeah. I mean 
international breaks are no Champions League. So you're playing midweek games. You're playing the 38 games. You knock them out. You do fucking playoffs after. And then you do playoffs. And then the team that wins is the fucking champion. The champion like, of Europe. Like, just to, to replace the weekly thing. I mean, this is so smart that they're so stupid that we figured this out in 10 minutes and they haven't figured it out. <laughs> yeah, right. But because the, I mean, then weird yeah. teams get in the playoffs. Like the league matters where you finish. Yeah, West Ham. Yeah, like going back to West Ham. West the, they made the playoffs. Seed. West Ham's a three seed yeah. from the from the number one league, league, right? So they're you know they're ranked in a in a whatever. But so basically, you keep the same exact format. I've thought about this a lot over the years. But like, yeah. why, like, why don't you guys do this? Um, yeah, you simply. T- but but how, the thing is, is like, do you do it? Do you do it as sixty four teams and just no? That's too many. You no, don't no, no, no. You do it as group stage. You do it like the fucking World Cup, dude. They do it in a month. <laughs> they do it in, in six weeks. No problem. You can't do Champions League in six weeks. By the way, how crazy would, would that be, be? It'd be fucking awesome. <laughs> You'd have the playoff races. Think about, think about um, the whole thing. It'd be all there. Baseball is the right, is the right analogy. Hey guys, this is Sturge from Chop Sports. And I want to talk to you about a new hobby of mine. And that's real estate. Ever since we brought on our resident realtor here at Chop Sports, that's all I can think about. So we got another one. You know who's really good at this stuff? Jay Devlin of CRG Homes. Jay is out of Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and business is booming. Whether you're looking to relocate, buy, rent, or literally purchase property and watch your stacks get higher, Jay is the guy to do this for you. He's already in the process of helping me out right now on a possible summer home. Call Jay right now, 843 843- 315-5913 and have yourself a chat and learn about all the perks and tell them Chop Sports sent you. Because you've got the pennant races. Yeah, right? but then, and then the shitty leagues could have play-in games. Oh my God. Yes. Oh, crazy. You basically uh, do the NCAA style-ish kind of thing. Right, right, right. Yes, like the, the conference tournaments essentially. Yeah. Sort of, yeah, sure, sure. It's, a, it's yeah. a hybrid of a few different American sports ideas, but yeah. Or even better, you simply put a playoff at the end of your season and you send one team from every fucking league, regardless. Oh, I don't need, nah, they're never going <laughs> to, not enough money. There's not enough money for that. Right? You need anyway, five for this team. We, we, we have so. buried and have done like 25 minutes on this league, this great conversation that is like the structure of football, the feelings of fans, how we interact with sport, how it gets better, how it gets worse. And we're forgetting our menial, shitty, stupid team. I have not team. forgotten, Laurent. <laughs> Okay, and so some background as well. Um, <laughs> by the way, we touched on it really quickly at the beginning the of Monday. Caribou Fall. Cup. Really quickly, Jose Mourinho, no longer Tottenham's manager. That was right? dirty. They did his ass dirty, man. They did, and he deserved it. But nonetheless, <laughs> okay. And I you, talked. Your I team won its first of, game. Exciting. I, I'm not even going to go into that necessarily. I spilled a lot of time on this show and in our text messages and whatever saying, I don't give a fuck about the Carabao Cup. I now never you do. have. I never <laughs> will. We beat Chelsea in a in a penalty shootout at Stamford Bridge, and I raised one eyebrow, and I went, that was kind of fun. But I don't care, right? Because at the end of the day, a team like Spurs should have ambitions, and this is what Mauricio Pochettino built after over five years. Yeah. Should have amb- And he said in press conferences, I don't care about this cup. I'm going to tr- – yeah, we'll, if we win it, we win it. But I'm going to try to prioritize the Premier League and the Champions League and the FA Cup over this. All those are dead in the water for Spurs. So <laughs> – but so – on Monday, when we fire Mourinho or Sunday, I don't even who knows anymore. And we play and we beat Southampton. Yes, on uh, what on Wednesday, two to one, coming back from one nil down at halftime. Amazing. Um, 
it was great. It was such a feel-good moment for Spurs. And I said to you, it's just Ryan Mason's not a tactical genius. It just feels it doesn't even feel amazing. He, it just he feels put less out awful. his best team. Very exactly. simple. And so we'll get into the tactics in a second, but I care about this cup. I care about this match because uh A, it's an Aldushka, which I would have cared to some degree anyway. <laughs> B, it it is a signifying of a potential changing of the guard, right? We haven't won a trophy since 2008. I understand. I get all that. I don't really count this as a trophy, but you know what? It's 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 just it's not Mourinho. I wanted us to lose this game because I wanted Mourinho to not get his trophy, and I said that many times on the show. One yeah, because it would have validated the whole thing. Exactly. It would Even have been, it would have validated sh- the 18 house. months that he put us through that was absolutely nightmarish. He's dead. He's gone. You were excited in November for 10 minutes. Yeah. Well, I was devastated that Potch left. And then, oh, you mean this season? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we well, were top of the fucking league. It was great. And and then uh, nonetheless, I was, I was, I was waffling. I wasn't sure. I didn't want to believe him because I knew he was selling snake oil and here we are. <laughs> um, yeah. But I fell for it after a while because we, the results were coming and Harry you Kane know, was having I, an absolute I, crazy You know, year. Here, here's, here's the thing that I think about this one. It doesn't matter to city. Mm-hmm. It's another game. We've mm-hmm. got the Champions League right behind it. Mm-hmm. It matters for Tottenham mm-hmm. in two ways. One, manager bounce. You know, you know, Ryan Mason literally played with half of the guys on this team, if he's not more. Younger than four of them. Right. Right. So he's a teammate of Son. He's a teammate of Dyer. He's a teammate of Lloris, Aldevereld, Bale. Probably even the way back days. He probably yes. at least trained yep. with him, or at least nope. was at the training they- ground. There's a picture that came out of Ryan Mason being subbed on for Gareth Bale, I believe in 2011, 2012. Yeah. And so, then the picture of Bale high-fiving him after scoring the goal and getting right? subbed so off. So these are guys, Why? this is relationships. This is doing it for ourselves. It's like, it's like there was, um, it'd be like if there was a, a mutiny and the, and the young second in command has a command of the ship, you're going to get a bounce until there's like a storm and everyone goes, Hey, uh, what do we do? And the guy's like, oh. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. There's pirates coming. Uh, right. But for now, there's they're in the euphoria. They're in Tahiti. They're banging young chicks. Everything's great. And then someone's going to go, we got to go back to England at some point. He's like, uh, I don't know how to get to England. <laughs> so I'm making like fucking 1890s uh, literature references, which is. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. I ran out of Nazi stuff. Uh, <laughs> So I think there's you're not, right. Because think... there's nothing. Ryan Ryan Mason is not a Nazi. No, he's he delightful. doesn't even look good in a uniform. Like he's wearing sneakers. He's tool. Oh, um, he's just a. He's just the other thing that I was gonna say. Is one, one, it doesn't matter for City. Two, City are they're Waffling. not playing well right now. Right, no, they're just zzzzz. I don't know where the goals are gonna come from. Uh, Gundogan hasn't scored in a really long while. John wait, Stone's, wait, wait, wait. John Stone's tried right to break someone's knee. Uh, Full he's stop right out. there. Uh, you just said Gundawan hasn't scored in a while. Not Jesus, Foden, Silva, Mares. You said Ilkay Gundawan, a, a midfielder, right? Well, he's our <laughs> leading scorer. No, no, no. I know, but this is making the point that you're, yeah. you, you know, you're alluding to is that it can come from any guys are sort of in in shambles now. If you play, you're not going to play Phil Foden, and I'm thankful for that. I love Phil Foden. Oh, and, they're playing uh, Foden. Are you crazy? They just played him, didn't they? Doesn't matter. No De Bruyne. He's playing. He has to play. Uh, yeah, all right. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll take that trade then. No De Bruyne. <laughs> right. No De Bruyne. Uh, nobody really on form. Like Raheem Sterling is 
back to Raheem Sterling who can't score version of yep. Raheem Sterling. Uh, you know, because the I don't think he's scored his classic tap-in. I, I swear to God, Raheem Sterling has scored 45 goals from a combined distance of 13 feet, right? Like he, he gets there, he gets to the spot, but that's really all on De Bruyne putting a ball on his foot. Now, Mares and Foden are still our danger men. They're still doing really well. The defense has still been strong. I mean, City did give up a goal. It was a rough game against Villa, two red cards, one for each team. And, you know, the defense is good. If Stefan is going to play in a final, um, that doesn't make me happy. No. <laughs> Ederson has been okay. So you're catching City at a, like, we're in game 55. Yeah, of this sort season. of a crossroads. And, yeah, and like it, you said, they have prioritized other things the same way right. that Spurs haven't. Right. And City and City needed this game, by the way, the the Villa game they needed like it didn't want you didn't want it. It would have become wait for it. Squeaky bum time. If if City had lost to Villa, uh, it would have gone to down to to eight points with Man United having a game in hand. But now it's 11 and it's it's fine and City will see it out. There's only like eight games to go. Usually it's it's more than a point a game to go. There's just no way that city's going to lose four games. I mean, mm-hmm. it could happen. It's not going to happen. So I, I don't feel good in this game. Like Spurs, Hinman son, son has a game in him where there's a, there's a deep cross ball, diagonal ball from Alavera. Sonny's got it. Oh, oh no. Diaz fell down. There it is. <laughs> it, it <laughs> and that does, like, that's, that's formulaic to Spurs. Right. Or, city. oh, there's a ball over the top, you know, bails on it. Cancelo takes him down in a box. You know, like these, it's the kind of, that's how City loses. Now, I also could see just pure domination, ball, 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 ball. Like there are good parts of the last game against Villa that City got, we passed, I think, a crazy number, 20,000 passes in the season. (laughs) Jesus. Wow. (laughs) That's just, that's just passing for passing. Right. And that's really what happened in the Villa game. City just kind of just, saw it out and it can be done versus this Spurs team. I don't think anyone has like for Spurs to find the high press again is going to be hard. Like, I just don't, that's hard to do in normal times when you're training for it. Um, hard, they may be able to do it for 10 minutes and that's well, the way to beat city. You've got to come after us. If you just sit back, you're going to lose. Well, no, I think that Spurs have actually been one of the blueprints. Yeah, but you've lost three. The opposite is sitting back and hitting on the counter. Yeah, you've. Oh, I know, I know. But But you also you also had some games where I don't the the draw you had no right to be in. You got killed three nil, and then you had you had the sun when sun was shooting fifty percent on shots. Era. Oh my god. (laughs) Oh no, you're gonna make me you're gonna make me pass out from that. (laughs) That was just so such a wild wild game. But yeah, I think so. I think the way that Ryan Mason approaches this because I learned a lot by watching the second half of that match. First half, it was new coach, same players. It's going to be an ugly end of the season. Yeah. And at halftime, they came out and they they changed a couple of things structurally, but um, they got after it right. And so uh, the thing that stuck out to me in the whole game was not that they got screwed over by excuse me by VAR and then uh, managed to get another winner. It was that, was, that, that after was a, that was the a, winner. That winner. was a shit call. That sucked. I mean, it's the it is the letter of the law. It just the, the, I hate but, the fucking letter of the law. It no, no, no. I get it. Stupid. No, we've covered it too much. I know, but I think um, that if you 
look at the way that they played after they scored and sustained the second goal from the referees uh, on the penalty. And right, that was sort of justice being done. But it showed um, they, they they fought. They were there for the fight. They were there. They were there they, for the fight. They could see they, a chance, right? Yes. But also, there was six minutes left of extra time. A couple minutes left in the in the eighty minutes or so. Um, they pressed. They had five, six guys pressing Southampton. Uh, Eric Lamella won a corner in extra time, up a goal. Okay. Well, that's Lamella. That's Lamella's a fucking legend. It's Lamella. How many times did that happen in 17 months? Yeah, because he did it by himself, right? No one pressed with him. No, 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 no. My point is, okay, fine. But no, he wasn't allowed past midfield. If he went past <laughs> midfield, he wasn't playing again for six fucking months. Okay? Without anyone talking to him. <laughs> right, exactly. And so that's the thing is that you had you had um, Bergvine who came on late. It was good to see him get out of jail. You had Bale who, was, who looked amazing. Great to see him get out of jail. The only one that didn't get on that I expected was Delhi, And I think we will see him play a part on Sunday. I just don't know where. I don't know that Lucelso was that great, fun- although he did have a phenomenal pass. Basically the hockey assist for the disallowed goal. Yeah. Um, the thing, so, the thing that I worry about for Spurs, and this is where the Pochettino thing comes in, is should you go for this game? Yes, but the, I, top, but I, the top four is there. Oh, I see. Um, yes, because it's not going to dent the chances that much, right? The risk yeah. reward is is still relatively in yeah. favor of and, doing. And if you, I, and forgive me if I'm wrong, winning this puts you in Europe, right? I believe so. It so gives you, you one I of mean, those really terrible, like you have to go play in Baku in in Azerbaijan games where you're like qualifiers for you do the playing game in like August. Oh, you mean like we uh, did this year in August? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was fun. We oh, almost God. lost one of those, by the way. I was rooting for it. Um, those yeah. suck. They are terrible. That, that almost destroyed Burnley one year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they um, almost went but, down. By the so way, speaking that, of which, they're on the cusp. I know. I know. We'll talk about it on Monday though. Uh, So I think that strategically uh, Mason will have to absorb pressure, right? It's Manchester city. I don't care if they play the kids, they're going to have control. Yeah. City's going to play the way city plays. Right. And so you're going to have to absorb pressure. You're going to have to bunker at times, and it's not going to always be this take a punch and counterattack all the time. But I think the difference that you'll see with the Ryan Mason led team is that when they get possession, they'll build up, right? They'll, they won't just hoof it and just have Lucas run after it or son run after it. Right. I I guess I have a question. There was a moment there where Mora was playing in the 10. Um, So he, he had like four good games. Is he still, is he the better choice in that middle spot instead of Lo Celso? So you go bail son, Maybe you go Vinicius, Bale. No, you won't go Carlos Vinicius. Um, Why not? He's not gonna hit. I'll tell you. We'll get to it in a second. But uh, I think you go Sonny on the left. Can, uh, the question is, can Bale go? Because here's the thing: Harry Kane's playing. He's going to play. He trained today. He shouldn't. I. He. You know what? It doesn't matter. I know he does what he does. He's fucking. He's going good. to play. He Dude, trained today. The there was no euros. It's a chance at a million dollar move. What are you doing? He doesn't care. I he know. Care. I lo- we love him for it, but we do not. No, listen, it's not just not, you and I both know he shouldn't play. No, he's gonna play. He I'm, and I and I don't. I think you give him a start. I think you absolutely give him a start, and you see how he does at halftime because you've got other options, right? So one of. In Dombele, uh, Lacelso, Delhi, and Bale, probably they, two of those. I aren't think, play. I, I, the thing is, is like, 
I think for them, I think it's got to be the the Hoiberg Sissoko fill the channels thing against oh, City. I hate that. I know, I but hate that. But that's that's the way because City plays in that half space. If you play Regulon with Dyer, you're gonna die in that spot. Mares is gonna eat them alive. I think that's where Hoiberg comes in, right? So, but but by the way, it it's wouldn't be area. those. You got to play different fullbacks. You'll get killed. Uh, we don't have them. <laughs> Although I, I wouldn't <laughs> mind seeing Darty get out of jail, but Reguilon is is playing hundred percent, right? Danny so that's Rose locked dead. In. Did he die? Yes. Uh, no, he's uh, he got fat. He's just he wasn't allowed to train with the team. Uh, well, where is like, he? He's training with the youth team. Actually, when when Marino, he's a son of a bitch, and I love him for it. He popped his head out of his car to say hi to the press after Mourinho had left on Sunday or Monday or whatever. What a ball buster. But no, Reguilon's going to play. Uh, I don't know who the center back pairing is going to be. There's thoughts about Rodon going in, uh, which I, I – look, pick your poison, right? Uh, whatever. Alderweireld, Dyer, Rodon, Sanchez, God bless you, whoever you're going to pick. Uh, I do think Aurier gets the start. I wouldn't be surprised if Doherty does. Um, and then the question for me is on the right side, right? Uh, does Bale start? Because he's not going to go 90 minutes. He's just well, – He no also way. was not actually good even though he scored a goal. I thought he was fine, and then he scored a fantastic goal, right? Like that's right. Like- but the the, pro- the the thing that I think about with City, even City at not at at eighty percent, you can't have non-workers. You'll get killed, right? Like Aurier is gonna die if 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 Aurier plays. But if Aurier is on his own and Bale doesn't come back to help him, like he's just dead. <laughs> like yeah, like you'll just get killed. Like. I, I don't think that that Silva I don't think that Sterling will play but if Sterling does play and he somehow finds form like that's the thing that I worry about for Spurs is like the, that half space between Aldevera at Aurier and Dyer and Regulon that's where City live and that's where City annihilate you and if no, you don't have wingers that are going to come back and help or or just have Hoiberg grow an extra set of fucking lungs he already is by the way, if you go through all the stats, Hoiberg is by far the greatest defensive player the league has ever seen since N'Golo Kante in 2015. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's fucking incredible. And by the way, how is Hoiberg only 26? He's the oldest 26-year-old yeah, I've ever yeah, seen he, in my life. He looks like he's been a hitman for 10 years. <laughs> he might have been. Uh, no, he's uh, I, I'm, he's he's stapled in, right? He's not going anywhere. But yeah. I don't I, I, of think course, I'm dark on my team. So like, I just... I have I'm so weird with City. I just never believe they win every game. They're amazing. They just it's just like just Phil Foden step up and fucking annihilate your team because yeah. he could do that. So I think the way that that uh, <laughs> I think the way that Mason lines up, and the question is basically it comes down to Bale or Delhi for me. And I think you'll see both of them, and I don't yeah. know which order, but you'll have it's basically uh, Aurier slash Doherty. Again, pick two center backs out of a hat. Reguilon on the left. It has to um, be. It has to be Aldebaro that he has to play. I agree. I agree. And I, it's probably going to be Dyer. I don't know that it should be. Uh, it might be Sanchez. It doesn't matter. Um, Hoybier as the anchor. Uh, Indombele in the eight. Um, Sun on the left. Kane up top. Uh, and then the question again is Bale or Delhi. Um, and we'll see. 
and Lucas is Lucas is basically in that floating 10 yeah. and doing that push pull thing. He does it so well with Kane, right? So right. that's the difference. Well, is I that, mean Kane makes the whole team run like without Of course, Kane, but when Kane when Kane drops back, he's like a fucking slingshot for Mora, right? And he just goes awesome. flying forward. Yeah. Um well, so the, that's the two of them do. They both know Mora and Sonny, they both know they can take off. To me, when I think about Spurs, I'm never particularly scared of Kane for some reason. It's Son. Son is the one. Well, he's just, burned you bad. He's just so clinical when he's breaking in, and it's usually fucking John Stones falling over or or Otamendi falling over. I'm just like, we're fucked. Well, it's the, always that side. Like wherever yeah. Son is always on the side where the shitty defender is. <sighs> right? It's never he's never running at fucking Ruben Diaz. Ruben Diaz is like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. Or uh, company, I, or company well, would just all axe him or something. You just call it what it is. You have Sunny PTSD. I do. Because he had the goal. He's, at, he has, he's eaten my dog. <laughs> dog. That's terrible. He is. Ha- he has scored the goal in, in our the three of the four goals. I believe we scored in the champions league uh, quarterfinal H- historical, the best El Dushico there ever was. Um, he had three of the other four and then Lorente had the nonsense one. Um, <laughs> but yeah, guy? I mean, I hope, I hope he's, I hope Bill, I, I just want to stare in his eyes like Rasputin. Uh, <laughs> So I think uh, I feel about it as good as I could going into this game, which is a fool's errand. uh, And I'm going to bet on Spurs. I'm going to lose. And, uh, but with that said, I I feel great about it going into it. And and I would not have felt that. In fact, when we were recording a show a week ago, I wanted us to lose the game because I didn't want Mourinho to get that right. Now you're in, you're in. I'm in, I'm in, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. I'm excited about it. It feels good. Uh, I'm going for a two, both teams are going to score. I'm going for a two to one penalty shootout to Spurs. No, I, th- I think City will win this two one. Score Spurs will score early, try and sit back, and City will just pop them in pieces. It'll be uh, that would be it'll worse. be off the bench. It'll be off off the bench. It'll be it'll be Sterling with a redemption goal. But the the man of the match will be Foden. He'll be pulling the strings the whole time. He won't be able to touch him. And you're just yeah. like, why? So why? I did look up the. Uh, the extra time rules. So we know this going in. There is 30 extra minutes and there and then there's penalties. Oh god. I know. So we're gonna get it. We're gonna get it. You know it, what? If I'm city, if it goes extra time, just give up a goal. Just lose. Just go ahead. Yeah, just like we're not Take we're not it. fucking doing it. Um, <laughs> one other element that I'm very excited about about this game, especially in the light of all the Super League stuff, there will be eight thousand fans at Wembley. Uh and so we we will get some cheering. Oh, when the Spurs. Yeah. We will be get great. songs. We will get authenticity. Guys, this is going to be a game where you're going to want to crank the volume up to 11 because if you've watched the Premier League in the last <laughs> 10, uh, 10 months, right? More than that, you have heard piped nothing in but sound. piped in bullshit, except for like what one game, yeah. which just happened to be Spurs versus An- Anfield, basically. Yeah. Um, this is going to be something we've waited for for a long time. American sports have had it for a little while now. In fact, I was yeah. watching the Yankee game earlier tonight and I heard a heckler like he was sitting next to me on the couch. That's it was great. hilarious. That's great. Yeah, the Knicks, the Knicks, the Knicks, the Knicks have gotten louder. Now the Rangers winning. tonight, they they get, they the, the garden gets going, right? Yeah. You yeah. don't need much there, but it's another level. And if you're listening to this, you know that. And so uh, I'm very, very excited to hear just in full breath, 4,000 fans on one yeah. side, 4,000 fans on another. It's going to be, it's going to be a good occasion. So Mike, we've covered it all. The premier league is still going. It's not over, but we're not really even talking about it. 
Yeah, we'll we talk love, about it on Monday. We love West Ham. West Ham v. Chelsea is a game to watch. It's a London derby. I got prepared by watching The Firm with Gary Oldham. Uh, I recommend it from 1989. It's a TV movie from England about a middle-class soccer hooligan who hates his wife. It's incredible. It's where my mate Stanley <laughs> shows up. A kid puts a razor blade in his mouth because he's a little kid and his wife yells at him. Just go on Amazon Prime. It's 70 minutes. It's the best 70 minutes you ever watch. I don't think you'll understand anything anyone is saying. No. But there's car bombing. It's incredible. And it's really small. It's like a little <laughs> tiny movie of like 15 guys. There's some. There's a really pathetic white guys fighting in an alley scene where they're running kicks and it looks bad. And I like a fight scene where it looks stupid because that's really how fighting is, right? It doesn't yep. look <laughs> So there's a pathetic fight scene uh, and Gary Oldman is turned up to 47. I mean, this is like 30 year old Gary Oldman let out onto the world as the best fucking weirdo villain ever. It starts out slow. There's not much going on, but it is worth it for <laughs> for well, um, for Gary Oldman going over the top. Just what's like it called? One more time. The firm. The it's firm. on Amazon Prime from 1989. It's 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 old TV box. Uh, we watched the remake of it in at at, at um we'd watched a video of it at uh, at, at tops? tops where the remake of it where the guys go have you met my mate Stanley yeah out. that's what we talked about yeah right but this this is the original scene of that oh okay okay <laughs> all right um I don't know if it's good, I say when you said that I, I remembered it. that oh yeah that's that's also worth a watch 2013 <laughs> the firm uh remake not the lawyer film this is based on the soccer hooligan ICC uh firm from West Ham so. Yeah quality there there's hardly any soccer in it it doesn't matter it's all soccer culture yeah. that's how I you're right west ham chelsea is the only game worth watching this weekend and it's a 12 30 slot on saturday for the eastern time zone so that's good it, could, it uh, may end up be it may end up being really boring i'm just oh i don't think so english players like if declan rice is out um mark noble is gonna be like it's fucking chelsea let's <laughs> go <laughs> Yeah, I think it's going to be an entertaining game whether there's goals or not, right? I think well, you the hit thing on. is, I mean, West Ham have been going down three goals to nil. Regularly. They just, yeah, <laughs> or they're just a fun. Them. Yeah, they're just a fun, fun team to watch. God, I hate saying that out loud, but they are. But with, uh, but, and also with no Declan Rice, they're a mess. So they exactly. might just give up goals. <laughs> right, they're they're the neutrals' dream, right? So well, watch. Everyone yeah. is a West Ham fan. They're if if they all the teams in the top six get expelled, they are your second place team with Leicester being crowned champions again <laughs> yeah yeah for now i think they uh we'll see we'll oh, see God. we'll All talk right. about the premier league we'll talk about the run-in we've got six match days left it's getting to the nitty-gritty it, like we said it's getting to the squeaky bum time act, this it's, is actual squeaky bum time yes okay let's wrap it up that was the squeaky bum time podcast with mike salerno and laurent cortines we do this on mondays and thursdays Please listen to the CHOP Network that we are now a part of. We thank them for putting their faith in us, and hopefully we can get new audience and get better. Uh, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. It makes a huge difference for the show. And I think the under over on Nazis was two, but I might be wrong. And Next I time we talk to you, Spurs will be Carabao Cup champions. That is it. <laughs>